Hey, I'm Matt Simpkins, pastor of Christ South, and this is our podcast. Thanks for listening. I hope this builds you up. I hope this helps you in your faith. I hope this helps you to see God at work. We'll see you at the end of the podcast. Morning, church. Oh, Sid's always got my back. Good morning, church. Yeah. And how about y'all in the annex over here? Good morning. Oh, y'all got to be loud enough. You're going to be in the annex. Good morning. Yeah, there we are. Writing my final sermon, Christ South, man, it's tough. And I think it's tough because I love y'all so much. Love this community. It's been an honor and a pleasure to serve our Lord along with all of you. It means a lot. So I want to take a second. I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for showing up, for doing all the things that you've done. <clears throat> I want to thank Christ Lutheran in general. Boy, what an incredibly generous congregation. Amen. Lifted us up in constant prayer. Walked with me on crazy ideas. Trusted our leadership to guide us and build us up. Trusted our staff to bring new ideas and opportunities to grow. Because that's who this community is. Amen. Second, I want to remember some stories. I'm all about some stories. I want to remember some stories with you. The very first Sunday we had worship in the church at the uh, school. It started, thanks, Kate. It started with a baptism. And what a beautiful place that is to start, right? Our entrance into the kingdom. We started right there, and it was kind of unusual, especially in Lutheran church, to baptize a child and an adult. But what it said was, this is the lens through which we're going to do this entire ministry. Understanding that we come through these waters to be a part of a kingdom and a community. I know you'll have some good stories too, but I'm going to tell a few. That was a way to start right there. That's who this community is. I remember unloading our trailer. Do you remember when we had a trailer? Y'all remember when we had a trailer? We had to unload it in the rain. Say, yeah, you remember that. I remember unloading our shed in the snow. Y'all remember that? I remember thinking to myself, how is it possible that I can sweat when it is 28 degrees outside? All of us, though, working together because that's who this community is. I remember our Christmas Eve when school was locked. They just totally forgot. And we were standing under the portico singing songs. And y'all sang your hearts out in one of the most beautiful Christmas Eve services we've ever had. As broken as it was, it was beautiful. That's who this community is. I remember our first Southman gathering. Men! It was life-changing. I remember watching French play paintball. And let me tell you something. You've never seen anything until you've seen French. Triple roll through a bunch of brush and then pick off three people. <laughs> paintball is amazing. And the very famous Danny Cooper eating Doritos. There may be nothing more glorious. There may be nothing more glorious. That's who this community is. Then our South sisters got together. And made the Southmen look like chumps because they took everything and sent it out to the community. They've been doing this over and over and over again, helping so many people out in our community, and it ain't stopping anytime soon. That's who this community is. Hey, ladies. <laughs> I remember when we were planning our first Easter egg hunt, we were going to drop a bunch of stuff out of a helicopter. It was going to be really awesome. And it was. 
But as we were preparing for it, we started putting together eggs. We started filling eggs. And we are like, yeah, we'll have a few hundred show up or something like that, maybe 150 people. Let's do like a couple hundred eggs. And we got a call. And I remember this call because it taught me something. This woman on the other end said, hey, I've got like 600 already filled eggs. You guys think you want them for your Easter egg hunt? And I'm like, oh my gosh, kids are going to have like a billion eggs. <laughs> and then a thousand people showed up. And we learned that day that we're always going to think God-sized, not little. We're going to think God-sized because that's who this community is. I remember the soccer tournament showing up on the Sunday morning that we were about to have church <laughs> and filled our parking lot so full, Elevation got jealous. <laughs> I thought our parking lot team was going to fight a soccer mom. And well, that's who this community is. <laughs> I remember when we all gathered together. After worship, we pack up, get together and pray. And I always pick on somebody, you know, just for fun. I'd say, hey, why don't you pray? And I ask Aaron to pray. <laughs> Woo! And he brought a Holy Spirit fire. This youth in our congregation showing us what it means to pray. Because that's who this community is. I'm always going to remember being with you in the joyous times at your kid's birth and baptism where I got to march him around like the Lion King <laughs> confirming our amazing youth hearing all their faith stories all the gatherings all the church softball all the sweat oh my gosh playing with this band y'all let's thank the Lord for this incredible band of people just give, give, give the Holy Spirit thanks Amazing, amazing musicians. I remember the hard times, too, showing up at the hospital with you. Being on the phone and praying over you. Praying with you when you lost your job, when you lost your home, your marriage, your mom or your dad. In our grief, we grieved as a community. And in our joy, we cheer each other on. Because that's who this community is. And I'll always treasure when you came to me when I was in need. That's who this community is. So hear me loud and clear. I love you. And I'll always treasure you. So thank you for letting me into your hearts, letting me into your homes. But brothers and sisters, this is not about me. And actually, it's not about you either. This is about the gospel, something bigger than all of us. This place, this community aren't for you and me. It's for all those who are not here yet. That's why we exist, church. That's what Christ South is for. It's not for you. It's not for me. It's for all of those who aren't here yet. This is about revealing the gospel in ways and situations through a community that can only exist right here and right now in this bit of time and space. And we have been given this, not for us, but for all of those out there who've yet to hear the gospel. All my Lutherans are getting worried out there because I haven't read any scripture yet. 
So there's a little bit of irony in all this, right? This is our scripture we got for today. The scripture was picked long before this news came out. All, long before this Sunday was even chosen as the final Sunday I was going to be here. This is from the Gospel of Matthew, the best gospel. And the title of the story is called The Calling of Matthew. Can't make this stuff up. So here we go. We're going to read the scripture together. Matthew 9, 9 through 13. As Jesus was leaving, he saw a tax collector named Matthew sitting in a place for paying taxes. Jesus said to him, come with me. So Matthew got up and went with him. Later, Jesus and his disciples were having dinner at Matthew's house. Many tax collectors and other sinners were also there. Some Pharisees asked Jesus' disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and other sinners? Jesus heard them and answered, healthy people don't need a doctor, but sick people do. Go and learn what the scriptures mean when they say, instead of offering sacrifices to me, I want you to be merciful to others. I didn't come to invite good people to be my followers. I came to invite sinners. This is the word of the Lord to which we say, thanks be to God. There may be no more fitting gospel for me to get to read and experience with you all on my last Sunday as your pastor. Now, I want to make a quick note. I think this is important for you to know. This is a unique situation that we're in right here because my family is not leaving our church. Normally when a pastor leaves, they leave all together. They're just gone. Bye-bye. You never see him again, but we're still here. What that means is that I won't be your pastor, but I will be your friend. So I appreciate already you not asking me to do things as a pastor for you because I don't want to tell you no, but I want to honor the covenant that we've got together. But I'll be your friend and I'm real good at drinking bourbon. But there may be no more fitting way for my last Sunday than have a call story. We need to always remember who we are, whose we are, and ultimately what we get to do as the church. Not what we have to do, but what we get to do. Our opportunity to get to be the church. And this story is a lightning bolt call. Think about it. He's just sitting there doing his thing. It almost seems like an afterthought, like Jesus was walking out the door, and he looked back, and there was Matthew. He's like, oh, I need him. <laughs> but this is a lightning bolt call. Boom. Get up. Drop what you're doing and follow me. Some of you guys have uh, whisper calls, right, where, where God's doing this on your shoulder for a long, long time. Some of you guys have lightning bolt calls. This lightning bolt call is the call for this mission development, for Christ South, a place that has always been beyond walls. An Easter people, not people that hang out at the grave unless we're just there to tell people they don't have to stay there anymore. There's life and resurrection when a people that's not afraid to get up from this table and follow Jesus wherever God calls, a people not worried about how it's going to all fall into place or what's going to happen, a people that knows beyond hopes that God will do great things, a people that will serve as called to serve to carry forward the gospel. But then there's something more here. There's something else going on in this story. There's something a little bit different about the call of Matthew. Before I go any further, though, there's some details that get left out. And I think we, get, we need to notice them. Matthew is at work. He's at work. It's tax time. It's time for the people to pay their taxes to the Roman Empire, and here he sits. Now, if you know anything about Matthew, you know that he's a Jew. He's one of the people. He's one of the chosen. But he's working for the man. <laughs> 
I need your taxes. He has to be there and receive taxes from his brothers and sisters, his friends who don't want to pay the Roman Empire. Maybe can't afford to pay the Roman Empire, but they had to. Nobody likes this guy. He, he's one of us, but he's working for the Romans. He's working for the man. It's like when y'all dating a girl. It's, I'm going to go here for a second. It's like when you're dating a girl and then y'all break up and then one of your boys starts dating her without talking to you. That kind of betrayal, that kind of just absolute frustration at this person. I can't believe you would do this. You're taking, you're working for the man. There's abandonment, betrayal, all kinds of hatred from Matthew. This guy, in the eyes of the people, he is the worst, the least deserving. He's not one of us anymore. He's a super sinner, a, a betrayer, an outsider. And now all of a sudden, he's at dinner with Jesus. And a bunch of his other tax collectors are there too. And other sinners, we don't even know what that means. We just have to sort of figure that maybe that includes us. <laughs> He's an outsider, an enemy at dinner with a rabbi. No way. Now y'all get ready. Y'all get ready. Because right there, that's the gospel. That's the gospel. The gospel is for those who don't belong. The gospel, the upfront, personal invitation from Jesus is for those who don't deserve it, for those who don't know where to turn, for those who can't find their way back home, for those who don't feel worthy, that feel like they have no family, who've lost jobs, who've lost marriages, have lost people in their lives, for those who can't find a place to belong, for those who've lost hope, lost love, lost everything. Four chapters earlier in Matthew, the gospel said, blessed are these, for theirs is the kingdom of God. So you know why Jesus Jesus called Matthew? Do you know? Well, a funny note, it wasn't for his accounting skills because Judas was the treasurer, right, Pastor? I mean, just let that sink in for a second. This tax collector, this accountant that's putting all this stuff together, he's not even on Jesus' team as the money guy. I'll tell you why. He called Matthew because that's our story. That's our story. We didn't belong. But Jesus called us still. We didn't deserve it, but Jesus called us still. We don't feel equipped, but Jesus doesn't call the equipped. Jesus equips the called, and that's who this community is. Church, say amen. All right. So then what's next for Christ South? Oh, we already know. We already know, don't we, church? We already know because there's a whole lot more where this came from. This is a community built for spreading the gospel. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the gospel pouring out of this place in ways that we can't help it. It's like us carrying a big old bucket of water and it's splashing all over the place. We can't do nothing about it. The gospel is going to come forth from this community no matter what. All of us at one point will come and go, but the kingdom reigns forever. May God always be praised and worthy. The kingdom reigns forever and the kingdom is alive and well here as it always will be. So you you know how we know you know how we know church say say how because that's who this community is so fear not worry not be encouraged be strengthened by the Lord our God who calls us like a lightning bolt to a world in need to those who are waiting hoping searching just maybe even wishing and maybe even praying that Jesus in you will call them up from their table of taxes come on that Jesus in you would call them up from their table of taxes. 
that Jesus and you would call them up to a table of community, grace, and forgiveness where all are welcome and where the outsider has a place, where the outsider has a home, where the outsider has a team, where the outsider has a community. The outsider. And that, brothers and sisters, is who this community is, has been, and will always be. Because that's who God is, has been, and will always be. God bless you, sweet church. This is just the beginning. Pray with me if you would. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks. Thanks and praise for loving us when we feel unloved. For giving us a home when we feel like we don't have one. For giving us a family when we feel abandoned. For clothing us. For feeding us. For calling us into community. And it is well, God. It is well in our soul, Lord, as we look forward to what you're going to do next. This is just the beginning of what you're going to do here on this holy ground and with this holy people. So God, use us. Speak to us. Speak through us. Call us into the dark places to be a light. Call us into the circles of people that have no home and no community and help us to reveal you, to call them to get up, follow me, and be a part of something, to be a part of you. We pray all this in the name of our Savior, holy, worthy Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, and all of God's children say, Amen. All right, I hope that was helpful. If so, I ask you a couple of things. One, share this with a friend so that they can hear some good news in their life too. And if you want to continue that impact beyond, we ask that you go to ChristSouth.org to the online giving tab and give to this ministry so that we can continue to share this with others. We'll see you on the next podcast or maybe in person at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings at Polo Ridge Elementary in Charlotte, North Carolina. Blessings and peace. Have an awesome week.